All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. When he plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a beardo. See, si, senor, I would like the Pollo Ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let <laughs> this thing roll. All right, welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Brian Chesco. Gentlemen, uh, here was another weekend of Premier League fun. And this, was the f- this was the type of Premier League weekend that I love the most. Yes. The Premier League weekend with Saturday and Sunday matches, and that's it. No extra. No Friday, no, no Monday, Monday, just Saturday and Sunday. And wouldn't you know it, the league still knows how to pack 10 matches of goodness and drama into a two-day weekend, Dave. It, it, finally. I I agree. There's nothing worse than like getting and seeing that there's a Monday match. I can handle a Friday match because we get a little bit extra early. But seeing that last tail-end Monday match is such a, a brutal, brutal thing. And, there, and it wasn't a... Uh, added game week, right? There, it wasn't a double. Yep. It wasn't any other delayed thing. So that helped it feel mu- very normal. Thank you, UEFA, for that as we enter into a Champions Europa, Europa Conference midweek. We are recording this on Monday night following game week 30. And we are heading into game week 31, which will be, again, another almost identical, a normal 10-match game week. There is a Leeds Liverpool Monday match in game week 31, that but that's fine. That figures. Uh, we will discuss all the FPL news coming out of game week 30 and some extra stuff because how can we not mm-hmm. uh, as we look ahead to game week 31? We'll talk, I'm sure, about the matches. We'll talk about what happened in our lineups. I know we were discussing it before we hit the record button. We all had some unique experiences with our FPL lineups throughout the game week. Yep. That just took place. We'll talk about it all with a sprinkling of fun, as only we can do. That's right. Brian has a really serious look on his face. Though. I am. I, I can't. He's rem- got to look. Can't remember like how to, I can't remember how to spell something. So it's the. It's the, you're just seeing gears. Deserby has no, an no. e. No. And then an i at the end is. Salah missed penalty. I think is what I was oh, trying yeah. to. Yeah, that's fair. what I was trying to. No, say. that's not it either. Uh, Jesus, whiny baby. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Brian, let's let's start there. Go ahead and lead us in. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about game week thirty. Dave, I yes. think we have to start off the top with the FPL America Derby. Yes, I think we should. Liverpool two, Arsenal two. Yes, you were not here last week, Scott. I was not. It's Brian, what was my prediction for this match? If I remember right, you predicted accurately. Two, two. Was my prediction. Yeah. That's good because you've got the City and Chelsea yeah. matches way wrong. I was so, so hoping <laughs> that yeah, I was we, going to be wrong. Because we, especially coming down to up until the 87th minute, Arsenal still are 2-1 up. And um, in typical Liverpool Anfield fashion, they ripped the points away. And uh, and then they could have got more. And then Arsenal could have got more. The finish was ridiculous. I mean, there was a solemn missed penalty, as as Brian already alluded to, before the before the Firmino tie goal, up. Yep. Yeah, which you know would have obviously made Firmino's goal even bigger. But it was interesting. I actually got an assist on that 
Firmino goal. Trent Alexander-Arnold was not in my lineup because, Dave, I, I, don't, I wasn't so bold, and I also wasn't present last week on the mm, spot yes. to be able to make an official prediction, but I had a feeling there were going to be goals. There usually are in this match. Yeah. And so what I did was I, I didn't feel great about my lineup going into the game week. I, I only had so many players I really wanted to play. And I have TAA, and I have Ben White. And I just had a feeling this is not the match for defenders. So I actually benched them both. Okay, good move. But I had Luke Shaw in my lineup as well, and I knew there was a chance he wouldn't play. So just in case, I was like, well, I'm a Liverpool fan. Let me put TAA in the first spot in my lineup. And so despite giving up two goals, he did score five. Yeah. Because of the beautiful assist. And Yeah, I was going to say. The whole whole setup. Like, I was so furious. You go ahead and say what you're going to say. On that, I mean, on that play, just I think everyone in the whole – Anyone in the whole world was saying, "How are you getting nutmeg there, Zinchenko?" Yeah. No, for sure. I was, but I was. Uh, he was forlorn on the bench. Yeah, oh my. I was, yeah, and as he should have been, but it's not his fault because he shouldn't. No? He shouldn't have been in the match. Those weren't his legs that got dribbled between. Yes, but he should have been pulled around the 70, 65th minute when art when when you get to seventy seventy five minute and you realize that the, the way the game is going. That, that we are defending, and uh, Zinchenko's role that he was playing most of the game is now not needed, especially they kept going down his side. And I would have brought Tierney in for him, who plays way more of a traditional left back, and is fresh, and let Tierney play back there, and let Zinchenko so enjoy, another, enjoy the rest of the bench. Like It another, was an absolute mistake. If our, i, I got to believe if Arteta could do it over, he... Okay. He, he would have done that over. This is no less than, I think, the third, maybe the fourth time this season you've said Arteta's made a mistake. There haven't been many, but, like, what do I know, right? I'm just a, a dumb American, you know, on a, fantasy, fan. on a fantasy. You watch career. every Arsenal match? I, I do. I, I Believe it or not, I haven't seen the first half of this match. Today's Monday. Yesterday was the game, and, and it was also Easter here in the, uh, well, around the world, actually. But yeah. A lot of places don't celebrate Easter, but we do here in the continental U.S. And so we had family things going on, and then it was a busy day today. And so I have not – I was able to watch the second half of the match. I did not see the first half. So I did not see the Arsenal first two goals, at least how they went. I've seen the highlights, but I've not seen it in the form of the match. Brian, Dave spent a lot of time talking about how he can't talk about this match with authority. But I can. I can talk about the second half. I saw all the second half. And that was the worst part if you're an Arsenal fan to see because we were getting our faces beat in. I was told the first half was the other way around until Xhaka. A couple of nice breakaways. Until Xhaka started something. Well, it was interesting. Scott, tell me about that. Uh, I honestly missed that. Uh, But I will tell you what I did notice. I I do a little. I I heard a lot of booing for Xhaka, especially late in the game. And I assumed it was because of. When I'm something, watching anno- a, something he did that was annoying. When I'm watching a match on demand, I hit the advance okay. button gotcha, gotcha, pretty gotcha. liberally when a ball goes out of play, uh, especially when Newcastle's playing. But I did in this match, too, so I think I missed it. But I did notice a lot of Liverpool players gesturing to the crowd to get louder, mm-hmm. which is something I haven't really seen before, uh, certainly not to the degree we saw in this one. This one, they, they wanted this in a way that they haven't wanted a match in a while. Yeah, I think that was, I think, I mean, I saw that sentiment at least 
once is, or is twice. Is Klopp where, actually where having it? to answer to why he still has his job leading up to <laughs> yeah, this I match? Don't know. Yeah, maybe. Could be. Are, like, did, are the players behind him in that way? Or is it just we like certainly it couldn't be we want to help city no liverpool gets up for the big games they have against the larger teams they have all season and they'll they'll go to leeds next week and lose that's what they've done all season right <laughs> yeah like that, that's, I'm yeah, not that saying would any, be amazing i'm not saying that's anything that's not too crazy <laughs> the track record this season is that but it's they, the same leeds that lost 5-1 to palace at home yeah <laughs> yeah, but this is we'll get to them. This is the Roy Hodgson Palace, Brian. It's, and it's, this is and the it's, new and it's new a, Roy. Away Liverpool has just been bad. New Grandpappy Roy. Um Away I, Liverpool is horrible for Arsenal. New it, glasses. It was the the last for Roy. worst match for Arsenal the this, rest of the This season. is breaking down. Let's bring it back to Brian and Arsenal stats. Right. I just I mean, I was going to say that, like for the game week in general, so many people could have had huge days. And I don't know that, I mean, Salah, Mo Salah should have, he should be a number one transfer in probably more than any other player. If he gets, even if he scores the penalty that he missed, which that, I mean, I think that's probably the, probably the biggest talking point about him is that he's now missed two really bad penalties. Yeah. Like these are, it's two in a row where you're just like, what are you doing? Did you see Klopp in the replay? He after. thought it went in. Well, yeah, he like pumped his fist and he turned around. And he's like, "What happened?" Yeah, because he doesn't watch it. He turns right, his back right. notoriously to penalties, and uh, yeah, he seemed very confused that Salah missed another one. Mo Salah took ten shots this week. He was active. Uh, I mean, Ramsdale made an incredible. I was going to say not not just the save, save not him. just the missed penalty, but then uh, Salah missed. Yeah, if it wasn't for Ramsdale's fingertips, Salah's putting one in the top corner. I mean, it was off of. Gabriel's backside, but still would have uh, if, still was a shot. No, no, target. listen. If if Arsenal beat City by one point at the end of this season, you can thank Ramsdale for yeah, that. Yeah, Ramsdale's one fingertip on that save, and also the the save point blank, not not necessarily not right off the line, but close enough uh, there at the end. I can't remember. Canate. who. Yeah. Oh, him. yes, exactly. Salah took three more shots than whoever was in second. Which was, was Marcus Rashford was had took seven shots pre groin. All ten of Salah's shots were in the box, which is four more than the next closest player. He had twenty touches in the Arsenal box, which is six more than Rashford had. So he was good here. He had a two point six nine xg wow. for the week, with four big chances to score. I mean, minimum he should have had two here. The fact that he got one and missed a penalty is already big enough. And then you look at the kind of the body of work for him for the for the match. This is as like classic Mo Salah as as we've seen all season. Classic and he leaves for this with, season yeah, and a five pointer to show for it. Can and I, I can I can I put yeah. it in a different frame? Yeah, go ahead. Classic post contract extension. Salah. Okay. This has been a letdown year. And it's not a surprise that it comes after his his big contract. For sure, and I mean even I mean FPL wise he's. I mean, points wise, he's he's still been very good this season. It's just this game. I I don't. I just can't remember seeing a game from him like this almost at all this season, other than game. You know, he's had a couple of big returns over the over the course of the season, but this this game just felt like one where he should have had he should have had a, yeah, a hat so much more. Easily. In another season, he would have. Dave, uh, the biggest. I, first of all, I need a, a Martinelli shirt, Scott. I know you hate him. I 
feel like he was like, are we having a burn party? This is <laughs> this is such a Martinelli season. The guy's in just unbelievable form. Yeah, I shouldn't have to sell him, sell you on him. I shouldn't have to give you reasons why you should get him back in your team. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's I currently mean, the number one midfield scorer in the fantasy Premier League. Second, though, in midfielders transferred in for the upcoming game week behind Jack Grealish. I'm not surprised by that. I'm I I'm I guess I'm wondering. If you're if you don't have him and you're buying, I guess trying to minimize your transfers. You're not if you're not trying to take hits. I I guess that makes sense. Uh, Martinelli's back up to almost forty percent. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Yeah, at the yeah, moment. Yeah, that's not bad. I just um, I thought he was. I mean, he is a little bit lucky on the goal. I mean, it was kind of a doinking around tap. there. He, he and, made and, his own and, luck. Yeah. He made his own luck there. Yeah, for sure. But he's but, but, but yeah. This has been like uh, he was in the box eleven times, touched eleven touches in the box. So he's doing what he's been doing all season. He and Saka led the team for chances created. So it's been like this with him. When Trossard starts, but you know all the creativity stuff has been going through Trossard. But Dave, I that was the other part of it is Jesus is back. Uh, I I thought what you said last week was was what felt right that Jesus was gonna. You know, maybe they still keep trying to manage him yeah. and, and work him in slow. Yeah. He doesn't. He starts 79 minutes and did not look happy at all when he was subbed off. No, and that's he, fair. And I he get gave it. that he gave that delayed, like just stand there and look at the sideline moment before he even started walking. And it was like, oh man, I that guy does not want to. I wouldn't have started him. You know how many goals Trossard has at Anfield this season? Oh, I was going to say... They, Trossard uh, has three. Three is more say, than any other team in the league at Anfield all season. Trossard's got three by himself. So I would have started Trossard regardless. Yeah. Like, I don't understand either. One of the other three shouldn't be playing, and I don't know why the league is like this, but you see it time after time after time. Stadium Certain mojo. guys play in good in, against certain teams, especially away and or at home, whatever, it is one of the most mysterious powers in the Premier League. But if Trossard can score a hat trick with Brighton at Anfield, then give me that guy again, and let's just see what happens. Uh, in a segment I like to call Scott's Other Sports, uh, it's it's you know like what we see with baseball. The baseball season is now starting. By the way, it's really great to see that the American equivalent to soccer, which for us – uh, that you know, that's baseball, a sport that is stuck in its ways and old school, and seems like it never wants to change. Baseball is reinventing itself this season. And I was going to say, I'm I, here for it. I, I I remember you talking about that. Just talking about how just I rule, said last rule changes, year, refusal to change things, comparing clock, it to baseball. A right. pitch clock will be the single-handed thing that saves baseball. And so far, after two weeks, I am right. <laughs> like it's not about me here, but soccer. Take notice. It is possible for a sport that's old school and stuck in its ways to actually reinvent itself for the better. Uh, Dave, what I was going to say is kudos to anybody who went straight to Jesus. I didn't finish my baseball. Oh, point. sorry. Go ahead. I was <laughs> going to say, you do see this, though, where like players will do well in certain stadiums. Like my, They'll go. My bad. That's okay. Like a guy will, will go, like at, you know, and at a certain away stadium, you know, yeah. his numbers will be crazy good at that particular yeah. stadium. It's, it, you know. There is some variance, I guess, in the pitches you know across the league, uh, certainly in size and, and obviously in ambiance. And so, you know, 
yeah, I agree with you. It's one of those things where it's like, well, it would make sense. But at the same time, I mean, you know, Jesus, I guess, fought admirably for his spot. For sure. And it's not like his performance was bad. I mean, no, I, mean, I know. Jesus scores a goal. Yeah. Which is exactly what you want from him. And, and yeah, I think he was fairly threatful. He finished with a bonus point despite scoring kind of early as yeah. things go. Yeah. So I, I, I just wonder now, like, anyone who went to him right away, I feel like that was a touch risky. Now, are, I mean, are you confident that he just stays right in there? Sort of, yeah. I mean, I guess, like, so, I'm just, so I, like he, his first yeah. game he scored two, and then, and then against Liverpool at, at Anfield he scores one and is pissed when he comes off the pitch. I just, like, so he scored three goals in the last two games. I thought his minutes would be managed. They haven't been, and he didn't want to come out, right? right. But I mean, players sure. players want to play. He yeah. wants to win a title. He he knows, you know, he's pretty familiar with how they are over there at City, and so he knows how important all the, every single point is. So I, you know, I I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. I guess Trossard at this point is going to be the odd man out. I'm just shocked by it. At least if that would have been the case, I I would have I would have started it after last week because Trossard would have started against Liverpool. But whatever. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm just wondering what like. So, yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm saying for for FPL purposes, I mean, we talked about it last week. I mean, right. Everybody's talking about like the tricky schedule for Arsenal. The fact that they're only playing one match a week for the rest of the season and that it's now West Ham, then Southampton, then you're away to City and Chelsea and Newcastle. Like everyone rushing to everyone still should be rushing to get him. I'm thinking of people who are like Ivan Tony is massively out like a, 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 a massively sold player right now you're I, the, you're looking at a Kai Havertz haver right here you know what I mean like like that that's an it's an easy transfer more or less to go from guys like that to to Jesus and I'm just wondering like would you do that like to me I'm just like I, I'd I, rather have Jesus and Kai Havertz yeah I can I, think, I can understand I think. that Especially because, I mean, well, one of the big ones is that for especially for Chelsea, they blank and they blank in game week thirty-two, and that's your in game week thirty-two when all these, you know, some very good teams are not playing. Arsenal's home to Southampton, right? A game they, I mean, they might win with their, I don't know, they might yeah. win with most of their bench in that game, maybe. But that's why I'm that's why I'm just wondering for strategy purposes, like if you think you're gonna keep seeing this, or if they're if we're gonna get the rotation we talked about. Trossard's not Trossard's still not off it. He just get be. I mean, like he, you said, he, he didn't get enough time. Right. He could have been awesome in this. Game. He should have been awesome. Two non-FPL notes before we go to another match, Dave. Yes. Arsenal are now six points up on City. Correct. City have a game in hand. Correct. Which means City now knows, with a plus five goal differential on Arsenal. That if they just maintain the pace, win that game in hand, and defeat Arsenal in the one head-to-head match you guys have remaining with them, they're in the driver's seat. That's true. Are you nervous now as an Arsenal fan? Nope. Not nervous at all. All right. What else are you going to lie about between now and the end of no, this pod? I'm serious. I, I, if they, if it gets closer than than where where it is now, yeah, I'll be a little nervous. But there, there's a City's playing. Two games a week most of the rest of the season as long as they're in Champions League. And they want that title as much or more than they do a Premier League title. So Arsenal has zero games but the Premier League. And I think City's still in the FA Cup. I'm not sure about that. If only there was a way we could know. 
but maybe not. Um, regardless, they're in Champions League for sure. Yeah. And so they have at least one other ter- competition. No, they are. They're still in the FA Cup. Right. So they have matches. You know who doesn't have any other matches other than Premier League matches? That's Arsenal. All so right. City will drop points. In fairness, City play Sheffield United in the semifinals of the FA Cup. That's barely a match for them. But your point is taken. Uh, second thing, a lot of controversy. The news coming out now is that the assistant referee who appeared to elbow Andy Robertson in the face just before halftime, or I guess at the start of halftime, uh, he will not be partaking in any matches while the FA conducts its investigation. Okay. Looked like we had an issue with the referee throwing an elbow at Andy Robertson. In fairness to the referee, um, you know, Andy Robertson seemed to maybe grab his elbow. At least make some sort of, wasn't aggressive, but contact. Some physical touch. Light, light contact. Yeah. But we were talking before we started recording, and I kind of want to bring this back up, that this season seems to be the culmination of an issue that's been growing certainly throughout this season with referees surrounding and even initi- I'm sorry not referees players surrounding referees and even initiating physical contact on them yeah. and i've been shocked in some instances whether it's you know grabbing the arm of the referee or even you know chest to chest contact and not seeing that carded not even a yeah. yellow card for yeah. that and i i i just wonder if this is a problem now that this incident will force some sort of reckoning. I hope so. Maybe. I, I hope it, it is soccer there, there we're talking be a about. Zero tolerance policy. And honestly, Robertson had no business getting in the ear of the assistant referee, whether it's going on or coming off the pitch. Unless you're the captain, you're not supposed to be talking to the referees. And he's a linesman. He's not the referee. So he, Robertson has no business being there. And especially, you know, this comes after. And Scott, we were, we were talking about this. Liverpool are not the only ones. To get fined by this, but this happened. Liverpool, it got announced last week that Liverpool is getting fined by the FA for surrounding a referee in the city match. But again, Liverpool is not the only team that's done this. Most of the teams have done this on some level. And and it's not been addressed like it should be. And Scott, you're right. This is a culmination. And here's the other thing, too. Uh well, let me finish it. This is a culmination of of non-action. Yep. Of of yep limp noodle leadership that refuses to draw lines in the sand and say, we're not going to take this anymore. And, you know, in, in fairness to the referee and, and he might say this, I don't know. Look, there's been pitch invaders. What if that's a pitch invader coming on the pitch, touching him on the arm? Who knows? Maybe he could hear that would be Robertson the whole time. Yeah. I don't know what his story is because he probably heard Robertson the whole time. He, he probably knew it was Robertson. I'm just saying. Certainly Robertson was probably saying something negative about him as, as a referee. It probably right? wasn't encouragement. <laughs> right. He probably wasn't telling him how great Andy of a Robertson, job he's right. done. Andy Robertson, speaking, I mean, I've dished it out to Martinelli here. Uh, Andy Robertson is a notorious punk. On the pitch. Listen, they good good players have to have some fire. I'm not going to fault Robertson. Uh, well, I fault him in this situation. I I like his attitude when he plays, yeah. but he's he, a bulldog. He and might I'm have okay, been part okay of an incident that. that has cost a linesman his job. I I hope. I I don't know. I don't know what to hope for in this situation. No, I hope for major change. There you go. All right, I'm but, with that. But you know, see soccer as a sport and its history with that. Uh, let's go to Manchester City. These assets are hot right now. Holland and Grealish. 
two of the top three transfers in. It's no surprise given that they defeated Southampton four to one. Certainly, Brian, nothing less than what we expected. No, I actually my uh, NBC Sports Predictor app prediction was five nil. Um, well, I almost got there. You, yeah. Um, that yeah the Holland being back, I think that was you know, we talked about that. I feel like that was a you know as soon as as soon as he was back in training and as soon as I mean you got as as clear a statement from Pep as you're going to get about whether or not he was whether he was available or not. So, um, but once that was cleared up, you know, I think that the only other question, I mean, this was like the, the other, uh, gutsy call of the week for any FPL managers is if, you know, if you, if you didn't go to Jay Zeus, you probably went to Grealish. Hmm. So, I mean, Grealish again, another, another match where he just crushes. Um, my problem with going to Grealish at this point is he's not playing in 32. So if you have Brighton right. guys, the only if you have right. United guys, I was going to say the, the then, only issue for transferring him in is if you don't have a free hit left and you have too many players who are going to be blanking in game week thirty two because, like we said, Brighton United, Brighton, Manchester United, Manchester City, and Chelsea, those four teams. I mean, that's that's assets that make that, that's a half a team almost oh, yeah. at this at least, point sometimes. And yeah. assuming you already have or are going to find a way or will have some way of getting to Holland, you know, how can you avoid Manchester City home to Leicester this week? Um, you know, you're you just you're going to have a, a lot of holes to fill if you go to get him and you do not have a free I don't know, hit. Brian. Does it make so. you hesitate at all that Leicester just announced Dean Smith is going to be uh, John Terry's manager? in the coaching staff? Yeah, can the rest can of John the Terry turn around? <laughs> About face? Does that make you guys nervous about <laughs> unleashing the Leicester City attack? Who did Something he... that's been held back here for what? After he got sacked by Villa last season, who did he go to and it didn't make any difference for them getting relegated? Was it Norwich? Norwich? Yeah. I think it was Norwich. Yeah, I think it's I think it's that. All John didn't go with him though. Um I think Jack Grealish is pushing for second half of the season MVP here. Jack yeah, Grealish has been amazing, so especially fantasy wise. I'm telling you, if they I have a problem. I can't go to him because it messes with me in 32. So, but I feel like I'm going to regret it <laughs> yeah. against Leicester. I just, it, Leicester is a, a, a team that's going to get I mean, relegated. You, you there have, is I, a match with Bayern Munich in between right. now and that Leicester match. Right. And to your point, I don't know if it's so much that they care about the Premier League less than the Champions League. Although I would agree with you if you, if you ranked competitions Pep cares about Champions League's number one but just you know sometimes when you mainly play a because lot, he hasn't he hasn't won it with City yeah yeah he's but, won Premier League but at the same time I think you know I, no manager's gonna say it this way out loud at least not if they can help it but they you know there is a matter when you play this many matches this many competitions of what is the least team I can win this match with you know how many yeah, starters he, can show I show up with their a squad against Bayern. Well, that's my point. Yeah. So, but can he get away with half a bench in the starting 11? Like, will we actually see Calvin Phillips play in this match against, against Leicester? Leicester? Probably. And you probably won't see Holland. Uh, Holland, I, I'm, I'll be surprised if Holland And that's both. my point with City if, assets if as well. You got two Bayern Munich matches in the very near future now as part of the Champions League. You know, and... I don't know. And, it, and it, it, not if only there was a way, Brian, we could know. Does it go Bayern, 
Leicester, Bayern. Is it? Is yeah. it? Yes, for sure. Yeah, and then Sheffield United. Okay, right, because that's so, because that's the same. I mean, Manchester United's got that with that. It's um, how are they? How do they do it? They have Sevilla, Nottingham Forest, Sevilla, and then Brighton in the FA Cup semifinals, right? And then, which is yeah. a much tougher. They have run. a Rashford and Shaw issue, which well, we'll, which so, we will get. Yeah, to. and that so, makes game week thirty two a little easier, right? Because I have Rashford and Shaw, and I'm about to not have Rashford and Shaw. Right, and that's so, going to give me the chance to get rid, offload two guys who aren't playing game week thirty-two probably. Anyway. Well, that's what I was going to say. Probably the two most popular midfield transfers this week are going to be Rashford to Grealish or or James Madison to Grealish because right now, I mean, you can get you can get Grealish for less than either of those guys. Hold on, Brian. I'm going to do that right now. Um, the other the thing before you do the Rashford thing, just I, I, we need to say this because this is this would impact your move to Grealish is that Marcus Rashford leaves with a, gro- a groin injury. Obviously if it wasn't for Salah, he would have had the biggest stats week of anyone this week plays 81 minutes, leaves straight down the tunnel. Ten Hawk said, we have to wait. Doesn't look well. Uh, we have to protect our players. You can't play three games in six days. And then on Instagram, Marcus Rashford, uh, was he in New York again? No, he posted a picture of himself playing. Like on like a pitch picture, and just said plenty more in the tank with a heart emoji. So, who's he talking to? Let the speculation about. Is he talking to Ten Hag well, through his a, Instagram well, account? A, Brian, as a you and I are both dads. Yeah. As a parent, nothing is more annoying than another adult talking <laughs> to me. Yeah. But pretending to do it through my child. Is Rashford talking to his manager through his Instagram account? Plenty more in the tank, Dad. <laughs> Art. Uh, I don't know. So I think I think the the social media reaction to that from Manchester United fans is okay. So he's fine. Okay. So that's the feeling is like so. The, but then your this would be like the other side of this, which I think is this is like if Dave wasn't on the on the toilet right now, he would yeah. also enjoy this. But I think your favorite like he'll hear it in production. Your favorite newspaper bit of this is it's like. The sun, and then the the mirror, yeah, quoting each other. So it's like the it's like the mirror saying the but the sun is saying Rashford could be out for for weeks, oh, yeah. and it's just like what kind of of all the tabloid nonsense? Like this is like the last place I want to go for information. Yes, England. We may be FPL America, but we do understand tabloid news. When but we what's see it. it's like? It's like like like, like this is the most. 21st century nonsense of all is that you're getting injury news about a footballer from Instagram, which is contradictory to the two tabloids that are quoting each other yeah. about the injury and making it way worse than it probably is. So, the like, again, I'm not sure where you go with this. If if it's not as bad as it seems and they really are, like, of course they, gotta, they have to protect him. Of course, of course they're going to do that. But... It's been like that with anyone who's important to their team They're, at all. Look at what happened. Look at Chelsea this week. How many people have this? How many zero Chilwell points did people get this yeah, week? Yeah, it lot. was a million zero Chilwell points. Yeah. So that's that's. But at the same I'm, time, I guess Brian United's pretty safely in third, right? Like I don't that think gives so. them the luxury of of no Newcastle is going to be safely okay. In third. Fine, the, then fourth. No one okay. Uh, I mean, 
here's the thing. Manchester United actually can control their destiny a little bit through the FA Cup. Just knock off Brighton in the semifinals, go and play City in the final, and you essentially guarantee then that a top four spot's going to make it to the Champions League, right? And so, and maybe it already does. I don't even remember anymore how it works. FA Cup is Europa League. It doesn't even matter. So, bottom line is, United safely in the top four. And traditionally, that usually means you're in the Champions League next season. So let's 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 give Ten Hag less credit because he has a little bit of a luxury here to rest Rashford, maybe a match or two longer than he absolutely has to. Yeah. My I, real question is, why are we talking about that when we were still on City? I'm just I, what I'm saying is I think that if. Oh, the Rashford, Grealish. Just because Rashford is because Rashford has got an orange triangle right now. It, it, you can see what the masses are doing. Well, Luke Shaw had an orange triangle until kickoff. No, Luke then Shaw. It changed to red. Luke Shaw was ruled out officially. There was known that he was not going to play. That was a Ten Hag announcement, and that was on Friday. So one, and so, the, and that was also a like. Like, we're not sure how this is going to progress kind of thing. Yep, and I definitely wasn't paying attention, which is why I did what I did. No, with Rash, earlier. well, you weren't the only one who started him, and I think that was kind of it. Like, cause Well, I, there's no way to know. At 6 a.m. here Eastern time on the, U, on the U.S. coast, there was no mention of Shaw being hurt. Yeah, there was. <laughs> That's what he just <laughs> you, Because you're going to cut this. The news was that Erickson was back and could possibly, and would feature. Who? Christian Erickson. Oh, that guy. You remember Christian Erickson? Where's he been? He's been injured. He's been, yeah. He's got With a, what? He His had heart? a horrible heart. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you planted it. He did have a horrible heart attack. He had a horrible <laughs> ankle injury from. I forgot he I played for United. Previous FA Cup. I think it was a. It was a. It was an off. It was a non-league. Have I mentioned that I've been like really excited about baseball's opening week? Um, there was a sub two-hour baseball game. I know my twins played in one yeah, that was amazing. What I'm saying is that yes, there was definitely news. You knew that Shaw was not going to play, and I don't think there was any. I don't think there was any like we need like he he will be back in two weeks. We we're protecting him for the right. you know for for Champions League with Rashford. They haven't said anything. Okay. All you have is Ten Hag saying like like it didn't look good, but then Rashford himself. You know, I said Instagramming his own, you know, apparently his own uh, injury news. So what I'm saying is, like that. I mean, I feel like that's a bigger question even down the road. Like, how many weeks? Like, what what would they have to announce? I mean, getting rid of him now, I feel like seems premature. Also, like you said, but I, you have a Champions League match coming up here. I don't know that I like. I don't want to make any transfers of anybody until, until after I, that. Yeah, until I see. I, like, I want to see training for almost anyone before I make moves. I'm trying to figure out how Salah can screw me again. So I'm trying to figure out how to bring <laughs> Salah back into my team. But I have to get rid of a defender. You Chilwell idiot. Why might are be you doing chop- this to like, me and us? Like, I'm, I'm, anyways, all that being said, tenths of points, tenths of pound dollars matter at the moment. And I'm, I'm trying to figure that you out. Have, I need- you do or do not have Holland? I have Holland. Okay. You do I or do not. not. Are you, I sent are, him out like a month ago. Do you want him back? Yeah, maybe. Did you see what he did? I did. Yeah, his little uh, scissor huh. kick. Or, or when he took his hair down and flopped it around. I like, did see that and threw up in my mouth a little bit. Is he funny? I can't tell if he's funny. Or Looking? Not. Well, yeah. I, no, I just mean like, like, ha-ha funny. Oh, uh, like, no. Like he he looks he's... like 
He looks like the kind of guy who does. He, he's probably the king of dad jokes. Norwegian dad jokes. He is a bit. I just think social media, if you're putting yourself into ma- matching pajama set as, as your comedy, I, I'm just, just not means sure. you're a millionaire just and you don't sure care about what the not. comments say. Right. Hey, I do need to correct the record. Yeah. I was mistaken. For some reason, I thought there was more of a cushion for United, but I see where you're right. Newcastle, they're, they're level on points. They're level, and Spurs are only three points behind. But them. United have a game in hand on that. Right. So there is a little bit of a, a little bit of something there because it's also Spurs. We'll get to them. We'll get to them soon. Will, I mean, will Manchester City beat Leicester at the Etihad? I mean, will they? I, I, they will score five. I don't know how they don't. Like that's why I'm just. I like. I don't know how they don't, don't absolutely destroy Leicester City. On paper, they should. They on paper were supposed to destroy Southampton, and they destroyed Southampton. So this is that's no different. This is a Leicester team that cannot figure it out. Harvey Barnes is probably not going to make it for this game. What are they going to do? Put Kelechi and Acho out there? No, because they they decided that probably their most productive attacking player, other than Harvey Barnes, is only benchable. So <laughs> uh, James Madison can't even play right against Bournemouth. Like, gifts the goal, the winning goal to Bournemouth, and they lose a, a six-pointer. To Bournemouth, and that's now the you're kind about of, to go to yeah. you're about to go to Manchester City with Dean Smith. That's the kind of move that you make when mentally you're you're just not in it. That's that's the kind of move you never make. But that's what this that's what Mojo I mean, in the league does. What was the Jesse Marsh? I mean, you're talking about like it's it's talks of Jesse Marsh coming in and and you know managing Leicester until the end of the season, and then talks fall through and Jesse Marsh ends up backing out of the deal. No chance of Jesse Marsh going this. So then Dean Smith It's is not your... the first time Jesse Marsh has No, yeah. Second time backed out of a deal <laughs> here at the end of the season. <laughs> He's like, "Nah, you're going down." I just I mean, to me, like having Grealish and Holland this week just for the fact that it's I mean, Lester. This yeah, this one week rentals. Be, Expensive oh. one week rentals. Yeah, but worth I, it. Like uh, for me, it's like I don't know what I'm going to do with Rashford yet. But either way, I would have Rashford, Madison, Havertz, Holland, uh, Chilwell. I mean, those are my those are guys that I have all just sitting there, you know, for game week 32. So it's you know five players right now, and that's without bringing in Grealish. So if you if you're in the same boat, like you said, Dave, you're what are you going to do? You're going to rush to get Grealish? And I'm not. I'm not going to do it for this week. So. And it's crazy, but I'm not going to do it. And Lord knows if Grealish plays against Bayern a significant amount, he probably won't start because of the depth. Yeah. of. So I'm just not doing it. I'm going to – I'll have Holland, and that's all the city I, has I just at think the moment. The, I just think the, the, the best thing about Grealish is that he's played 68 minutes or more every game since game week 20. Yeah. Like it is not – that he has not – Yep. Not once, not a benching, but some some early subs here and there. But I don't know that it matters. All right, moving to the other side of Manchester. We've already referenced Marcus Rashford at length. 2-0, United get the win over Everton here. Pretty workmanlike to start the weekend. Brian, if it's not Grealish that Rashford owners should be going to, then who? And then my follow-up to that is, and also Luke Shaw. Can, can I say something real quick? Yeah, go ahead, Dave. Malasia started this match. Yeah. And instead of Wan Basaka. Mm-hmm. No. 
They both started. No. Malasia and Wambasaka yeah. started this match. And Malasia did not score or assist and was not named player of the match, yet he took home all three fantasy bonus points. Yeah, you could not miss him if does you that, were watching this Does match. that make sense? Yeah. yeah. He did not win man of the match, didn't get a goal and or an assist. Yep. Yet he took all three because when you watched it, he was everywhere. Even though he did nothing in the major stat categories, and so for Shaw owners, Malasia is four point two. <laughs> My point being is you can, but this directly... is the United that's not playing thirty two, right? I mean, it's a wash. Yes, yes. and that's it. I, I have again. It goes back to, it. yeah, they're not playing in. 32. But United is playing at Nottingham Forest before game week thirty two. So it just depends how your team's set up. Yeah. But there are players, and there's some other players who are playing in 32 that we'll get to that I'm like, yeah, you need to have your eye on those. Okay. Brian? I don't know that you – I mean, do you want to go to – are you asking if you should go to another Manchester United player? I, I, nothing I, – I don't see why you shouldn't at least consider it, again, depending on what you're doing in game week 32. Don't you say Sancho. No, I was going to say, I mean, you're – Bruno, we, don't you we, No, we've talked about it for – Anthony. Anthony. I, you know, Don't you say Jesse Lingard? No, I mean someone that I because I know I heard uh, late riser, you know, uh, FPL uh, pundit extraordinaire who is a massive, massive Manchester United fan. United fan talking about Sabitzer and how Sabitzer has been playing kind of is the role. Is that how we say his name? I mean, it, how do you not? I want to say sabotizer. No, that's an extra letter that doesn't exist. <laughs> Can I just? Do that, Scott? Sure. That sounds like a an occupation none of us want any part of. <laughs> sabotizer. A, a sabotizer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it is. Uh, but that's. I mean, that's. I. I don't know that you're doing that again. Like, I think just the the prevalence of of less than seven dollar midfielders makes you wonder why you should even think about anyone who's like a third or fourth option midfielder for like, you know what I mean? My like, midfield's loaded with those guys. I'm ready to have like a headliner. Fred, you're not, like, in a, how son, good, how good, I'm going to go up to Son. I was going to say, how good would Fred have to be for you to get Fred? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? He would have to I not be Fred. do it. In defense, I, I mean, look at, look at your transfers in. Defenders, one of your top transfers in there is Lissandro Martinez because he's 4.5 and he's, He's starting and playing every match. For he's them. probably a number one center back for United. He's very good. He's been very good. His photo, uh, he looks like a South American Tim Blake Nelson. I'll just say that. <laughs> as, I'm at, as I'm looking at his photo here. Tim uh, Blake Nelson. Who is that? Oh, he's gosh. A, that's so funny. A, a Cohen Brothers staple yes. actor. You've seen him before. Have I? Have you seen Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Did you yeah. see the ballad of Buster Scruggs? No, I didn't like that. Uh, yeah, I, did, I did see that. Yeah, well, he's Buster Scruggs. Do you know what one of my favorites so lately is? Hail Caesar. Uh, okay, I know who that is. I, wanna, I need to go back. Hail he's Caesar. 58 I need to go back to is underrated. He's 58. Yeah, I know who that is. I've seen him. Yeah, you've seen that guy before. Either way, that's what Sandro Martinez's uh, profile photo in FPL. That's looks impossible. Like, in, in, uh, yeah, it looks like <laughs> No, look uh, at it. Now I have to go look <laughs> at it. Click on, click on the eye there and look at Lissandro Martinez's face. Third so most good. transfer in behind Mings and your guy, Ben White. Brian, that might be one that I just saw the picture. That's one of the dumber things. They look nothing alike. What? <laughs> Are you squinting? No. Look, Are you doing the, the George, the yes, George squint? It looks like a great Tim Blake Nelson f- 
Premier League <laughs> defender character actor. All right, I'm looking at it. I have the tiebreaker vote, and it, I agree with Brian. He is a young Tim Blake Nelson. Listen, you gotta you gotta trick it, Dave. Like look I real gotta, fast I and look away. Trick it. Like cross my eyes. And yeah, then yeah, look. yeah. Exactly. Uh, another one that's uh, out there. This is not an actor podcast at all. But one <laughs> of the other pictures, you guys are crazy. <laughs> okay, go ahead. One of the other uncanny things that people have pointed out is that a young Steve Buscemi is almost a spitting image of uh, current Bill Skarsgård. So if you want to go check that one out, you can do that too. This has been a uh, fantasy An Premier League moment. America. Inside the act- actor's studio. Actor and Brian. <laughs> That's it. Oh, my uh, do I remember, don't think Do you remember when the guy from Inside the Actor's Studio was running the prison in Arrested Development? Yes, I do remember that. That was hilarious. Um, I don't know that there's anyone else from Manchester United no. that you're like crazy about, but what makes it really annoying is how many matches they have left to play. Uh, what was bad for this one, Bruno Fernandez was playing uh, almost like a center back. Like he was playing so defensively and yet still had probably one of the better games that anyone for Manchester United had here. Um, didn't, I mean, he just didn't, he didn't get anything. So I just know how popular he was going into their double week. Didn't help you there either. And then uh, in a really good matchup here, a game that Manchester United had, what, 29 shots? I think Manchester United had 29 shots in this game. Um, just a, a like a nothing game from anyone except uh, Martial. And I wonder about Martial being back. Can he? You know, how many minutes is it until his hamstrings ping again? So yeah, ping. All right, we got to go to the match with all the drama. Spurs. Wait, two. is Everton getting relegated for you? Do you think they're done? No, I don't think they're done. Okay. I don't, no, I don't think they're done okay. either. I I think they're gonna they're gonna struggle to stay up. I I think I think they're probably gonna do it. I want them to do it. I think it's the Southampton, Leicester, and Nottingham Forest. I think it's the current three is gonna be Forest. your bottom three. I, I think Bournemouth might fight. I don't know. Somehow Bournemouth keeps figuring out ways to to True. win games. They want to talk about them next? We already mentioned they won one nil over Leicester. Philip Billing. On a James Madison assist. I was going to say, Dave, <laughs> Dave, Billing, what are you going to do? Uh, Own him? What are you going to do? I mean, Go get it, him? He's the midfield Solanke. It is unbelievable. <laughs> that is the most insulting thing you have. <laughs> that is the most insulting thing you have ever said on this. Amazing. In the history of this podcast. Listen, I'm going, out Billing, things. I'm going out with a bang, Billing guys. is the midfield Solanke. By the way, let me insert some. Let's make this a little commercial break Speaking here. Speaking of two guys, again. No, no jokes here. I can't tell Billing and Solanke apart. Yeah, no, you. Yeah, they, they, they are a... up close. Sure, you probably could, but like at a distance, they're about the same height, same hair, same skin color. Like it is hard to tell them apart. Commercial break. I've made a few references on this episode alone towards leaving the pod. I'm sure most of our listeners already have heard and know in Pro- pre- previous episodes. Probably. This is my last season. Uh, on the uh, final day, we'll record our final episode, but we're also going to be doing it on location. If anyone happens to be in the Lynchburg, Virginia area, That's right. look us up on the socials, find FPL America or FPL America podcast, reach out to us, and we will let you know how you can join us to view the final uh, game week of matches on Sunday, May 28th. We're going to be doing it at the Academy Center of the Arts in Lynchburg. 
uh, hopefully a good local crowd there. We'd love to see some some yeah. listeners there as well. It's a lot to ask, I know, just for a couple of hours of matches, but yeah. we'll be there a little bit early. We'll be staying a little bit late uh, to enjoy that. We'd love to, to get a good group there. Good plug. Thank you. Back well, to Philip Billings. Billings you- gonna get, he's going to get you either a 2 or a 10, uh, apparently, in this this yeah. run of games until the end of the season. Uh, I mean, he's doing the work. It's just he's not... Like he took a lot of shots this week, but like, like over the last like four or five game weeks, it's not he's not shooting a ton. I think you're going to get performances like this occasionally. Solanke was probably actually the better, kind of the better and more likely of the two to to get something, and Solanke gets you nothing here. I mean, they're fighting. I mean, that's the best you can say about them. And they're not. I mean, obviously, they're capable of nicking a goal. And they're capable, either one Literally. of those guys are capable of getting you something because they have just enough. Like, I think, I think the, is it Tavern? It's Tavernier. Uh, who's their other guys? Uh, Lerma. What year are you in? Is he there still? <laughs> yeah. He's still starting for them. Is it uh, Uatara? Is oh, that one of their yeah, guys? Uatara. Yeah. Like I feel like they have some players who are capable of, of at least breaking down the defense, and so Junior Stanislaus, still... you're way back. Oh, okay, uh, fine. He's still in the roster. He probably is. No, he is. Well, get him out there then. It's a knock. Unknown return date. <laughs> Only Junior Stanislaus would have a knock with an unknown return date. No kidding. It's got to be a joke. Oh, that's amazing. All right, let's go to the match I really want to talk about. Spurs two, Brighton one. Let's just kind of go in order here. So, uh, order of events. And then we'll recap it. So, the two managers are arguing, mostly Deserby versus against Stellini. Both Italians. Pre-match. Both Italians. Yes. And and they have prior managing history against each other? I don't think so. I don't know. I think, if, if based Goal? on anything I've seen... No one was more confused at the end of <laughs> than this everybody than everybody else. Stellini, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Stellini. He seems like he's the most confused the most, guy. The at most the end of that Goal. Com could put together was that Stellini maybe said that Deserby's tactics aren't as fluid as it's Graham Potters. Potter's were at Brighton. I don't know. Who but knows? then paid him a compliment right after that. He right? did correct. Yes. But Deserby has a finger in his face pre-match. Yeah. All right. So then we get into the match, and Sun scores a delightful. Yeah. Bangers. Sun's old. Sun. Awesome. That looked old. Yeah, Sun. I really did. It's good to see. Then Matoma seems to score a goal, but it's ruled out by VAR as a handball. Mm-hmm. Which Brian, we've gotten a definition of what a handball is. It's supposed to start below the armpit, right? Below the shoulder. Yeah. Wasn't this on the shoulder? I mean, I saw at least one angle where it looked like it. You could have seen it almost as a bicep. So I, I don't know. If it's hitting bicep, I say that's a handball. To me, sure. To the, me, the, the, the law says that that's true. As someone who played not at a professional level ages ago and have coached it, a bicep is a handball for sure. I agree with that. I didn't see bicep. All right. Um. But no, that to me that one was like if of the of the non calls uh, in this game, that was one that I was like, I can at least yeah. see. Yeah, okay. Uh, I can at least see why that one was was overturned. It was Matoma getting kicked in the 
like a that's clear, later. That's later. But yeah, so those so, other ones I think are Lewis way Dunk. Worse. Lewis yeah. Dunk ties it up. It's been a long time since we've even considered him. Uh, there have been previous seasons where he scored enough set piece goals that we've talked about him. Not so much this year, but he does get one in here. Then the managers both get sent off, which was hilarious because Deserby kind of expected it. Stellini's like, I very deliberately just stood over here with my hands in my pockets, and I'm still getting a red card. This is ridiculous. Uh, you know, hey, that's just how it goes, I guess. Yeah, it was crazy, though. Uh, and then, as Brian mentioned, Matoma gets stomped, but obviously not stomped on. VAR says no again yep. to Matoma. And then Harry Kane puts in a delightful game winner. Um, I think Villainess, as they have been in some other matches, I mean, you're going to get that every match that Christian Romero's in uh, from Tottenham. And then yeah. the the Romero, Hoybier, they I, are. I think those two guys on the pitch together they're at heavy. all time. Yeah, it is. <laughs> they are. It is. It is scary with those guys out there all the time. Um, yeah, uh, per- Howard Webb. Uh, Perisic had. I, I'm looking at it now. If you want to see the compilation of this, I would recommend. Uh, it's on Twitter. North Stand Chat. It is exactly like that. North Stand Chat has a compilation. It's about a two minute video of all of the calls and non calls that went against Brighton. That went against Brighton, and just saying like, like you could go through all. It of was them. match fixie. It was very it was. match fixie. I mean the. There is stuff that you're just like, there is no way. Howard that, Webb. That, that, how in the world did they escape that one? But Matoma getting kicked and Dunk getting a shirt pulled. That's why I was saying, like, the number of players that could have had a huge week this week, three of them, it should have been Matoma and McAllister should have had yeah. should have had at least a brace each. Because you would expect McAllister to kick the penalty. Right. And Matoma Matoma scored one that, yeah, he scored one that's, that's I mean, at, at the – Worst that you could say about it was if he yeah could have drawn a you could have gotten an assist yeah like absolutely could have been a monster day for Howard Bruce. Webb trying to revolutionize the PGMOL and struggling to do so hopefully he'll turn the tide eventually you know it's still early I'm not judging Howard Webb but he did come out here and he's apologized to Brighton obviously. He's apologized before this season, and yeah. Arteta famously saying, "I'll take my two points, <laughs> save your apology." But, but at least you know Howard Webb has come out saying, "Yeah, Brighton, like I, I see what you're seeing here." It's amazing then too, how big those two points are. Right? I was going to say it's two one. I mean, if it ends if it ends in a draw, you're at like you know it, you'd still feel like you were robbed, but at least you're coming away with something. You're Especially right, you're because away with nothing. This you is a fat zero on this. This is a top. Man, oh this man. was a top six battle yeah. at the time. Yeah. Now Brighton's down in seventh, but I, I mean, say, Villa, Villa can't stop winning. So yeah, you got a real fight. I mean, these these all important Europa League places are on the line. Hey, hey, for Villa, for Villa, Brighton, those are big games. Those are big games, Scott. I I agree. That, I just that, that I, is I, money I, coming in for that's European play for you. It's, it's trips to Belarus on a Thursday night. Hey, oh wait, we don't play in Belarus right now, right? I don't know. Uh, are they are, are they a Russian ally? It's trips to Serbia on a Thursday night. Could be. It's exciting. 
You have Solly March. You bench Solly March this week. Nothing is more hilarious for all the ripping off that's happened for Solly March in the last several weeks than March is the guy who actually gets you something here because he gets the assist on the the because he's on their free kicks. No, it is hilarious. If you go through the last, and this is like this is just ad nauseum at this point. But if you go through just like looking, just take four weeks, the last four weeks for these guys between McAllister, March, and Matoma. All three of them are first in some statistical category over the other. It is just a rearrangement of the three of them in every statistical category that you care about. Mm -hmm. Matoma always seems to look the most likely, but McAllister is on penalties. Solly March, like you saw this week, it's Solly March and Pascal Gross that take all of their corners and, and any indirect free kick. That's it. Like Any week, it's going to be anyone. This week, it should have been McAllister and Matoma, and it was only March. <laughs> Last, you know, like, you know, over the double weeks or whatever, whatever recently, it was mostly Matoma and March, but McAllister still got you something. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I, again, yeah. I don't know how you rank these guys. I think the edge, statistically, Solly March, honestly, it has the edge, I think, over the other two, statistically. Surprising. Uh, just because he's had he's had more shots on target, he's easily the most creative, and uh, uh, I think I think because you factor in free kicks, I think that it just gives you it just gives you a, an extra outlet for points. Our opinion. I don't know how you can pick Kane, wrong here. Kane still, Kane's still the man, right? Um, Kane had another uh, Kane had another divey moment in this game. Yeah, did you see it? It was another one where he he got and then he got he got it's, and then he got slapped. I was gonna say he got kicked low, but then he grabbed his knee. So it's the thing that I feel like if you hate Love that. if you hate the diving, at least get the right body part. Yes. I guess you yes. know what I mean. Yes. And it's not he's not doing it. So whatever. And like yes, he's crushing the season and keeps scoring. For hey, Harry guys. Kane is my number one forward on my all Martinelli team. Okay. <laughs> I want to see that. That roster is <laughs> it's loaded. It has to be awesome. It is loaded. Yeah. My best team performing all season. All right, let's talk about third place Newcastle. Uh, they defeat Brentford on the road. It's uh, Brentford 1, Newcastle 2. You have an Ivan Tony missed penalty. Then you have an Ivan Tony made penalty. Then you have goals from Joe Linton and Isak to give Newcastle the points. A Callum Wilson assisted Isak goal. Yeah, uh, that's. I think that's. The, everyone had gone to Isak. Uh, Callum Wilson comes in and is playing amazing. Um, I don't know that you can count on either guy starting or being benched. However, you want to look at either one of those guys. I think it could. You could get either one starting, either one starting on the bench. But then you also have Eddie Howe muddying the waters by saying. Uh, they can play together. He foresees plenty of situations where the two of them could play at the same time. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe uh, maybe that'll happen when they have depth. I guess because with Almiron still out, you're like you're you know that's an attacker that's not out there yet. Uh, did Joe Willett come back? I didn't see that in the roster. If only there was a way to to verify that. I just know he. Left. I'm actually looking at Newcastle right now. Joe Willock played 86 minutes. Oh, so Willock was fine. So he had let he had left the previous match and looked like the injury was he, was he not only great. Played 26 minutes against West Ham. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, they. Uh, I feel like Dave. I thought you were going to start this by just whining about you know being in a tightly contested. 
podcast league battle with uh, with League Billy, yes, who uh, has Nick Pope. Yeah, I, and, I, and you're and, and, you're, and, and he had like Trippier. Like I have one Newcastle defender, and he has at least two. I think he's got Botman, Trippier, and Pope. So like he's so that goal. I was happy about that goal, but I'm like, that gone at Pope's out there saving pens. Did you see that? Did you see it? It was did a you horrible see pen. I know, and that's the th- like watching him like kick Tony's that, like, so oh. bad on yeah. that pen. But he got it back again. I my last debate of the week was I I I kept looking at it and just thinking like no I was already like my mind had already kind of been made up to get rid of Tony, and then I was I was looking at it I was like why aren't I getting rid of Havertz? Like Tony Tony's been still doing some stuff. It feels like Havertz can't do anything at all. And I was like, no. Like, he's going to get that yellow at some point here. He's going to get that suspension. And he didn't. I'm and keeping Tony. And then he Tony. scores. And I'm just like, it would have been points. And I'm watching Havertz yep. do nothing. And Brian, even now as I'm sitting here, I've got Ivan Tony and Joao Felix. Roughly, you know, both are in the mid-sevens. Yeah. Mid to high sevens in price point. And I sent out Felix, Joao Felix for Isak. Okay. Not Ivan Tony. Right. And it's a and it's a smart move. I do have a stat for those two guys for the Chelsea people because I would wonder about that. But still, I don't I don't blame you. How can you not want to get get rid of them? Well, let's go to Chelsea. They lose at Wolves one nil. Matthews with a beautiful maybe goal of the week. Did you like that Raya gets a zero? Did you like it? I didn't like I, it. He was on my bench, so I didn't care. I didn't like it. I wasn't on a bench boost. He's on my bench. As by the Laga, still outscored him. Yeah. Chelsea, do, what? Uh, Frank Lampard, yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> that is such an amazingly framed, in a segment we like to call question. Frank Lampard, yes or no? No, this segment's called Laughing About Lampard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I cannot believe. I cannot believe. It's fu- it's fine. It's whatever. At least they said it's just for the temporary. It, it is well. It, that's what's funny about it. You know, Frank's. I guess you know maybe he's been told you have a chance to earn it, but he's not earning it. He's Frank Lampard. He's manager Frank Lampard. He's not earning this. It's not. Player. Chelsea are going to finish fourteenth with a seven billion dollar wage bill, and then they're going to do it all over again in the summer with someone else. It's going to be, you know, you know who's going to be their manager to start the season? Potch. Thomas Tuchel. Because why not? Wow. Bring him back. That would be. We, may, we, we now regret that. Bayern more than loses, anyone. Bayern loses to City in the Champions League. They sack Tuchel. Well, honestly, I mean, Tuchel's a terrible human being. He's impossible to be around for more than six months. And so, you know, he goes out and he comes back into Chelsea because apparently what goes around comes around. Wow. One of my biggest questions for. You just, I, I think you could do like a, you know, however you want to call it, a keep or sell, a stick or twist, however you want to talk about getting rid of players <laughs> or not twist. getting rid of players. <laughs> uh, anyone from Chelsea, like the last four game weeks, this this stat to me is just like nothing encapsulates their like wastefulness than the fact that Kai Havertz and Joao Felix have combined for 39 shots. In the last four games, I feel like Havertz has had. He Havertz has, to have has had, had tw- more than the than Felix. Twenty and Felix has nineteen. Really, it is. T- but they are number one and number two for shot attempts 
of any player in the last four game weeks. I know they played. Is in his head. I know they've played another an extra game. That's in five matches in four game weeks. No. But still, they're the shot leaders one and two. I know that we've overdone this joke. And, you know, Havertz is German like Werner, but, I mean, he is in his head like Werner was. Like, this only ends well for Kai Havertz if he leaves Chelsea Football Club. That might be a, a slightly harsh, but I tell you, the more that this continues to go on, I am have a tendency I've been to, saying, to start leaning that direction. I've been saying for months that Chelsea's inability to score is comical, and surely it's got to be... I put my money where my mouth is. I put you out, Felix, in my squad. Surely! Surely! Chelsea, you're going to yeah. start scoring goals at some point. Apparently not. Apparently uh, not. Dave, uh, Aubameyang gets in this game. That's how. That's, that's how. Laughable. That's that how bad it laughable. is for no, Chelsea that's, Football that's, Club. That's is Lampard's that Aubameyang magic. actually get in? Wow. That's the magic of Frank Lampard. Even the build-up to this game, they're talking about like, oh, look, look what this was for. Like Frank Lampard's Chelsea. Like this is he's got almost all the same players that were you know most of the same players that were there when he was there. Look what it did for Reese James and Ben Chilwell. Like we're going to get back to this, you know, to the wingback system. He's probably going to prefer Chilwell to to Kukurea. And the first thing that happens is Ben Chilwell back gets four. benched, and you have Frank Lampard talking about how we're going to do a back four. No, he's talking about how we got to protect some of these guys. We have a lot of games coming up. And it's like, all right, well now you have like the one guy who you've been able to count on here, or the one guy that everyone was like trying to get back to is Ben Chilwell. Yeah. And now he's benched. I just like, and then Reese James looked a bit back on it again more than he. I don't had know been. that Chilwell's going to be benched again, though. I mean, you lose at Wolves one nil, you undo some of the things you he, did. He can't. I just I don't know how. Five goals. I'm not selling Chilwell. Chelsea's a dumpster fire. Last four game weeks, five goals for Chelsea on a team X, XG of eight point three eight. They have just been underperforming all season. You'd think you know, you have the numbers right in front of you. I don't know that it, it might. I mean, maybe it changes after game week 32 if or when Madrid knock them out of the Champions League. So that would be the craziest. That would be the most Chelsea thing that they would do is lose every other game, but find a way to beat Madrid, who looks in European play looks. Unbeatable. I mean, that that alone. could. Although they just got stomped by Barcelona the other day or vice versa. I can't remember. No, it's vice versa. I'm just thinking that this week. So they're home to Brighton. There should be goals. For somebody there, everybody, you you think there should be goals in that game? Usually there are when Brighton's involved. And this is a uh, this is the uh, Graham Potter Memorial uh, <laughs> <laughs> match. So, so, like both wow. both wait, wait, teams. The, the testimonials. Like, he gonna be there with like half Brighton, half Chelsea wow. manager jacket. Wow. What what minute will the applause <laughs> be at for Graham Potter when they put the picture up on the screen? Oh, but I'm just thinking, like, if, you know, Brighton's, I don't know. They're just loosey-goosey defensively. I don't know what you're expecting from that other than that they should just be the same kind of attacking. Uh, Tiago Silva was in training. So if that, I mean, that can yawn, help. Yawn. I know. I'm mean, just saying Brian, the, you know like, defensively, sad. at least, I'm just looking at, like, reasons why at least Chelsea, like, they lost one nil. Okay. Like they're not getting trounced. I'm just saying like it's it seems like it's not gonna be necessarily like it's not gonna be a slog. I feel like Brighton should still score what, at least two, unless they get hosed again. But can Chelsea find a way of putting some goals yeah. in on Brighton? Huh. If it's gonna happen, home against Brighton feels like the time to do it. Sure. But then you're blanking, but then after that it's you're back to Brentford, then it's 
your guys. Then it's Dave at Arsenal. Then you're Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest. Like they have some matches that are like helpful coming out of the break. I just, all right. I just, you're right. A dumpster fire is is a kind way of talking about them. I've been frantically trying to find how many matches uh, Graham Potter was actually in charge at Chelsea. I feel like it's been so few that whatever that number is, it could be that minute where the applause <laughs> takes place. All right. To answer Eight. your question. All right, one. listen. <laughs> last segment, speed round. We have three games. Fulham, West Ham, Villa Forest, and... Leeds Crystal Palace. And Leeds Crystal Palace. Now... We waited too long to talk Villa. Sixth place Villa. Bertrand Chororé. Sixth place Villa. Continue to win, Scott. Yeah. And In my face. Unai Emery has them... Seeing green, green and, arrows, and the and last green I mean, W's. The, the numbers are out there. The last, I think it's the last three or four weeks. Emiliano Martinez is crushing. Uh, Tyrone Mings and Alex yep. Moreno. I should have gone that's to right. Alex Moreno when I said that, Alex Moreno that's what I was four, bring three up. weeks ago. Ollie Watkins can't stop scoring goals no matter where he is, home or away. And uh, the only thing that stopped him from probably getting more bonus points this week was that he took off his shirt after he scored his goal. Brutal uh, as my captain, by the way. I captained Ollie Watkins this past week. Yeah. He cost me two more points. I was which say, is... might have gotten might have gotten you two and said he only got you one. And it didn't even matter. Like, or two or three, he only got you they two. They were already up 1-0. He just scored it, and it was 2-0. Yeah, it was, and it was late on. He put his shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Hey, hey, maybe there was some, maybe there was some no. trash talk going on out there. It. This is going to sound wild, but if you own Martinez and or a Villa defender, Mings and Watkins, you could legitimately own three Villa players and feel very good about it. Uh, this week, home to Newcastle, uh, a great test. This is, uh, this is uh, one of the, like... It kicks off the weekend. Current table, like this is as good of a game as you're gonna. You're, you're, yep. We're gonna get this week. You know, you hope it's, it's the first it's one. Really good. Seven thirty a.m. Dave, set your alarm. Yeah. Villa um, Newcastle. I'll be there. Um, the guy, the on uh, the only person on the other side, the only Nottingham Forest player that matters is that it's Brennan Johnson. And whatever, if he's managing an injury, he sure is managing it by playing ninety minutes. So I guess that's the, I guess that's the way of managing oh. the Brennan Johnson ongoing issue. Okay, is by just playing ninety minutes all yeah. the time. Okay. Did Jared Bowen get the assist on the own goal? He did. Okay, so that's really the only thing of note in Bowen's West Ham's first return in. It's so weird. Uh, how many weeks? Like so weird. Probably like eight weeks. It's uh, so weird. No, actually, uh, he got an assist. In the match against Newcastle. Okay. So he did get something in that match. In Actually, his, his double game week in 29 ended up being eight points. That's uh, that's not the worst. Um, so back-to-back assists for Jared Bowen. Are you buying his form? <laughs> no. No, but let's get to Palace. Palace beat Leeds 5-1. Maybe sort of the shocker of the weekend, and then, and then we're going to shut this thing down. I just wonder if it's finally time. Olise has three assists, gets all three bonus points, 14 points. Before this match, his fantasy scores have been relatively nothing. Uh, he's been playing, but haven't been giving you any returns. Roy now has been there three three match weeks or three three games, I think, or at least two games for sure. And Olise, I wonder, seems to be the beneficiary of what seems to be an, an up with it, up charge, up yep. up for up for the with a stomach. I I mean whatever stupid thing, and none of those were actually sayings, whatever you want to say, 
they seem to be up for it, Brian. Yeah, they are up for it, and it's without Zaha. I don't know what Zaha does whenever he comes back from whenever his injury is, uh, for what it's worth. Roy has said that it's uh, that they won't put a timestamp on it. So good luck with knowing when Zaha's coming back. In the meantime, we're getting what everyone, what we've asked for, what everyone I think wants to see, which is Elise and Eze running the show. Yeah, those two guys just absolute a blast to watch, and I'm and and it's like Pappy's grandpappy Hodgson has just unleashed them a little bit, and then IU comes in, gets all three bonus points, gets two goals, like. Yeah, I, I, I think IU, IU being out there is just, that's a Zaha thing. I mean, he's been in and out. Those guys were rotating. To me, because, I mean, until they're, I don't, when are they safe? What At what point are they, when are they safe as far as the, you know, as safe. far as the table is concerned? They're not that safe. They're playing well, but they're not so safe. So they got 33, and uh, six points behind them is Forrest in the relegation zone. Right, so... I, to me, I you can't you can't bench your, you can't bench you can't, you can't bench your best two players no. and that's Eze and Elisa and they'll be playing every match and when Zaha's fit Zaha's gonna play so yeah and the other big thing with them is that they're the matches going out the rest of the season are fantastic it's as good and it's the reason why I think everyone was the weirdest part of stacking Vieira when they did is that Vieira had just navigated through the most difficult part of their schedule, of course. got almost no results from the toughest part of their schedule, gets sacked right before they go into the easiest part of their schedule. Yeah. Vieira somewhere on Saturday was sitting in the pub and saying, I could have done that. Yeah. Uh, Alise and Eze both in the top five for chances created. Uh, in the last four game weeks, over of all players. All right, so, real quick, Brian. They're both five four. Who would you go with? Because I do think it's ab- and they play in thirty two. Crystal Palace plays in thirty two against Everton. They, they're home Everton. Yeah. So I like one of these guys should be in your lineup, if not both. That might be a bit of a stretch. Well, but one of them should be in your lineup come match week thirty. I mean, it's going to be. I mean, the recency bias is going to oh. is going to push Elise up because he gets three assists in this game. But just remember, against Leicester, it was Eze taking the free kick. That if it's not for uh, Iverson knocking it in off of his backside, it's as you know, Eze got the assist on that. You know, ends up with an FPL assist on that on that play. So Eze, I mean, to me, this is like. I don't know what like I didn't watch this. I don't know what Leeds did to fall apart like this. I mean, five one. It was one one at halftime. Like it was a tight, Leeds scored the first goal. It was a tight game. The yeah. game was really. Leeds enter- had all the I saw the first half. It was a really entertaining first half. Yep. So when I saw five one at the end, I was like, "What? That's that's impossible." Yeah, I know. I Based know. on what I had just seen, I'm yeah. like, some some. What did they get? Was it three red cards or something like that? It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't. It was just I'm getting smashed. So well, Dave, I'm gonna answer my. I'm going to answer your question with my four transfers I'm making. As oh, I'm yeah. This, this is, wow, this this is, is awesome. Fantastic. I love it. Negative I eight. I love Carefree Scott. Uh, the, the anchor move is I'm going from Rashford to Sun. So I've got to make some money. Okay. Got to get some yep. money back to make that happen. Get that. So Joao Felix out for Isak gives me some gives me some money. Okay. Luke Shaw out for Alex Moreno. Great. Gives me a little bit yep. more. I need two more tenths to make all this happen. So my fourth move is Odegaard to Elise. I like it. Um, not bad. And really also, not, bad. Uh, uh, not that I mean, you're probably not doing this, but for if you care about uh, the Crystal Palace forwards uh, in the last four matches or any indication, Edward is going to be your starting Palace 
forward with Mateta possibly or not at all coming off the bench. This is the Odson Edward uh, forward show. Mateta uh, He's has only substitute. Yes, and Edward is five zero. If you're trying to find some money, that's not a bad move. And if it's going to be like this, I would say too, Eze and Elise both fifteen or fewer touches in the box <clears throat> in the last four game weeks, where Zaha is on thirty two and Edward's on twenty four. So the the feeding is going to like it's either Zaha doing what he does and attacking like running at people or getting like fed the ball going into mm-hmm. the box. Or it's being fed to the forward. So, and if that's going to be Edward there, I, I, it's mm. not. I mean, it's not any more insane than picking one of the other low-level strikers that you can pick out of the game. For sure. And if we're saying that Palace is free flowing and Roy's got them, you know, flying like this, then why not? I agree. Why not? All right, we made it to the end of the pond. Um, it's going to be a fun week. I can feel it. I think this is another week that, especially with. Uh, depending on what happens midweek, people are going to be questioning who to captain come the weekend. And as as long as it's not like Chalk Holland, it makes it a lot more fun. How do you not? Home to Lester. If you have him, there is no courage in the world that will make you not put the if, the, if he put plays the, click the button on him. If he plays a full he doesn't 90, need to. He doesn't need to. If he plays first forty five. Well, but if he just plays the first 45 against Leicester, he will give you 20 points as a captain. You know it's true. Maybe. Maybe. Hey, the top scorer in the game week in the FPL America Podcast League was Ian, team name Angus Athletic. He dropped a 79 on the game week. It's a very good score. Moved him up to 49th place. Great job, Ian, down there. Uh, Great surge here at the end of the season. All right, Dave. All right. We made it to the end of the pod. I hope that, hope everyone uh, does their best this week to get green arrows, except for League Billy and uh, League Andrew, Scott's cousin. And um, as I am trying to continue to pass him and put some space in between me and them, as, as always, it's about me. For the FPL America podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.